You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. This is Sister Lavina Francis Pamet. I'm a Franciscan Sister of the Sacred Heart and a host for Dare to Love. Dare to Love is a program that cultivates vocation awareness in the Archdiocese of Chicago through discussion of topics related to vocation discernment and promotion. I am also the coordinator of CABA, which is the Chicago Archdiocesan Vocation Association, and other religious vocation ministries, especially when it comes to highlighting and promoting charisms of religious and the different things that religious are doing nowadays. Today we have two guests. We have Sister Pat Bergen and Sister Erin McDonald. Welcome sisters. And both of them are from the congregation of the Sisters of St. Joseph. And so um, both of them will also be uh, discussing a little bit more of um, what they're doing currently, what they're involved in. Um, and I'm, I'm going to uh, pick on Sister Pat because she's local. And actually, you might recognize her because she also did the re, uh, Lenten reflection for the second um, uh, Sunday of, um, of Lent this year. So Sister Pat, welcome. Tell us about yourself. Well, thank you, Lavina. I'm honored to be here with Aaron and with yourself. I am a sister of St. Joseph from the Congregation of St. Joseph, was raised in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and um, I work. I work with the uh, Laudato Si Committee of the Archdiocese and um, work through the well. And you'll be hearing about one of the great things that I think our congregation is doing right now, the podcast that Aaron's going to tell you all about, um, I'm sure. One of the things that I've been involved in recently is I really believe that um, young adults uh, are really moved by the Spirit. Um, very, very, very much so. And so... Um, one of the things that we've been involved in is inviting young adults to Advent and Latin at home directed retreats, um, inviting them to go through a period of formation with us just on our spirituality so that they can go to the UN with us and represent us at the UN. We also have uh, a thing that I'm recruiting for right now, if anybody's interested, and that's a uh, a Congregation of St. Joseph internship in leadership through ministry. And so we're taking applications. People have jobs in our ministries. They go through training and leadership and spirituality. 
And um, those who have been through the program, they get paid and uh, they found it very, very helpful in their professions at medical school, in their committees at college. Some of them are already working. Some of them are in grad school. Some of them are lawyers, doctors, and they found this very, very helpful in really living their spirituality through ministry. That's wonderful. and learning a lot of skills for leadership. That's great. And and yeah. see, you 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 uh, you had a term in in leadership of your congregation. I did. <laughs> yes. Thank you I for did. that. Yeah. But I at was the same in time, in Lagrange, yes. for twelve years, and then in the congregation of Saint Joseph for eleven. Okay. And so, um, so actually, because the congregation of St. Joseph really, um, I, I guess uh, you'd call it a union, it's a little complicated, but um, so it, it's really a conglomeration of various sisters of Joseph, and, and then this one kind of like American and international, I think, also, right? Well, seven congregations went together. Mm-hmm. Sisters of St. Joseph went together to become the congregation. It's really in the heartland of the United States. And we are in a federation that includes all of the sisters in the Uh, United States. And we belong to an international grouping that includes all sisters of St. Joseph around the world. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Lots of sisters and associates. Right. And so um, if if uh, people who might recognize the CSJs, um, you know, yes. like a lot of the um, like especially music. And then also, so you're, um, yeah, Brian right now is is showing all the the different faces and uh, a lot of those familiar faces, that's, you know, across the United States, also um, a well-known people. And then within Chicago, like you, Sister Pat, is a (laughs) well-known personage uh, around here and in leadership, you know, um, who's into a lot of things. So I'm going to go and and ask you now, and then maybe... um, uh, introduce Sister Erin later, just really quickly, is can you tell us a little bit more about your involvement with Laudato Si? Because that's very much part of the Archdiocesan, um, I guess, network, um, the environmental working group or encyclical. Right. Um, right. So Laudato Si is the encyclical that the Pope wrote in 2005 and then 2015, rather. And then in 2021, he came out with the Laudato Si Action Platform. And our mission is that all may be one. So it really fits us. Yes. We came to the awareness that truly God permeates, the spirit of love permeates everything that is. And all of creation is one holy communion. So uh, I got invited to be part of the ecumenical working group in the archdiocese. And the archdiocese got selected to be one of the first world models for how to get the spirituality, the goals of Laudato Si working throughout the system. So uh, people are looking at the Archdiocese of Chicago right now to figure out how to model their own diocese and parishes. So as a part of that, um, I'm on this group and uh, we had uh, one of our first meetings was with the Greek Orthodox Church in Chicago. Um, just inspiring. Of course, they are already inspired mm-hmm. by their patriarch. So we are working together to um, incarnate these goals through all of parish work. 
So we've got 65 um, gardens going in parishes where people are working on the gardens and learning the goals. And in one of the parishes that we uh, have one of these gardens going, I take the Nazareth students, we work there. Mm -hmm. And last Mm -hmm. summer, they collected 7,620 pounds of organic vegetables to send to um, Martin DePoor Center in Chicago, which is very food insecure. So um, not only is this building community and parishes, but they put a table out in front of their church. And on Tuesdays, the whole village brings extra produce. They weigh it and ship it into the city. In addition to that, we've um, started a program for catechists. And I had the first session a few weeks ago where catechists throughout the diocese came to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, about Laudato Si, to realize that it's based in our understanding of the risen Christ. Mm-hmm. Christ is the origin of the universe, permeates the universe, is the design and the destiny of everything in creation. Their eyes were open and we got all kinds of ideas that they could do with their little kids. And then we start a pathway in the Catholic mm-hmm. schools, Fridays, one quarter um, a season next year, every quarter for Catholic school teachers. And in addition to that, we've had a number of sessions in parishes um, trying to awaken the parishes to just exactly what this worldview is Mm -hmm. of a sacred, interconnected, evolving universe and how it fits right with not only our spirituality, but every great religion. And so... We've been working with Muslims, Jewish people, Protestants to activate this whole care to stop climate change Mm -hmm. and preserve the biodiversity of the planet. So I'm really excited about it. Um, We have a session coming out May 4th well (laughs) on intercal ecology. You can join it. We've got the kids at Nazareth taking, um, they decide one meatless day a week, and Mm -hmm. they figure out how many gallons of water they save, how many pounds of carbon dioxide they save. Mm -hmm. And they, together with the sisters in LaGrange for one month, saved 519,000 gallons of water and 69,800 pounds of carbon in one month. Wow. They're thrilled. Just by uh, being meatless, right? I mean, especially one I think day red a meat. Week. It's only yeah. one day a week. Yeah. Red meat yeah. is like the the top. Um, exactly. Yeah. yeah, earner of carbon carbon footprint. So, oh my goodness, right. Sister Pat, that is so great. Um, so, just being conscious of the time, really quickly. Can you know? I know you're involved with with so many other things, but. Um, before I switched over to uh, Sister Erin, and before we um, go um, in, into a break, is there, a, I know you're inviting people, is there a website or a phone number that you can share with us, uh, do, or do they just go to your websites? They could go to the well, thewell.org. Okay, thewell.org. And, uh-huh. and Ministry of the Arts has a whole selection of things for free. Okay. All that you have to do is ministrythearts.org and find free art, free music, lots of it that celebrates 
the sacredness of all creation. Yeah, I, I got one of your free uh, calendars. It is beautiful. Oh, and it great. has that Laudato Si every day. There's like That's a message right. from the Laudato Si. So it's a reflection. Thank you, Sister Pat. So um, Thank you. actually, hey, uh, uh, Brian, Brian Brock is here with me in the studio. He's our... He's our uh, <laughs> person to do the uh, the technology and, and connecting us together. Um, and uh, Brian, uh, if, if you have the, the chance to kind of show where people can go to for Catholic Chicago, you know, that video, um, Sister Pat Bergen's, um, I know it's, it's it, we're into the, um, uh, you know, like getting into the first um, week of, of April and soon it's it's going to be Easter. However, the her reflection it, is really great. So I encourage people to go to Catholic Chicago, especially on YouTube, find a Catholic Chicago channel and look for Sister Pat Bergen's um, uh, reflection. So he's Brian is, is looking for it right now. If you, if you go into, I think, Lenten reflection. Yeah. So all the playlists there, including um, Dare to Love, it, you, you can choose the playlist that you can go to and then um, just click on the video. And, and you can choose week two and um, you will hear Sister Pat's very passionate reflection. <laughs> there he is. See him radiant in the sunlight. He, looking at the Stations of the Cross all around him, and I, I changed forever, beholding a beloved heir of God who is seeing with God's eyes. Everyone has transfiguration moments. Today, we're invited to remember the times when we knew without a doubt we are infinitely loved by God, when the heart of God seemed to be pouring through us and all around us, holding us in a sacred communion ask that these rememberings fill every fabric of our being. Listen to God saying, you are my beloved in whom I am well pleased. Listen again and again as the word you. And that's Sister Pat. And uh, as you can see, even even uh, live, um, she's very passionate. So don't miss that um, reflection. So I'll, I'm going to take this time also to take a break. And then when we come back, uh, we're going to have Sister Erin um, tell us all about Beyond the Habit and her ministry, university ministry. Okay. Don't go away, folks. We'll be back. What are you calling me to be? When I listen to my heart, I can hear you whisper, asking me lovingly to come and follow you. Here I am, did I hear you call my name? Here I am, as you Caring adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. 
Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship programs provide a free opportunity for young adults to spend time with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youth aged 9 through 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers service friends who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports every relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that can help young adults build confidence and enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7970 in Cook County and 847 847- 782-4224 in Lake County. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. (laughs) Right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. (laughs) I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. (laughs) Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. What are you calling me to be? When I listen to my heart, I can hear you whisper. Asking me lovingly to come and follow you. Here I am. Did I hear you call my name? Here I am as you will. Speak, my God. I am ready to. I am, I come to follow you. And we are back. Hi, I'm Sister Lavina, and I'm the host for Dare to Love show. We were talking to Sister Pat Bergen, CSJ, and now I'm going to introduce, well, once again, Sister Erin McDonald, one uh, our other guest. And Sister Erin is actually um, f- not local, but she is the uh, university minister at University of Detroit Mercy. And the, the, this University of Detroit Mercy in Detroit, Michigan, is a Catholic university co-sponsored by the Jesuits and the Sisters of Mercy. Hi, Sister Erin and um, Sister Pat. Thank you again. Hopefully that people will not forget to tune in to that reflection and to go to um, CSJ The Well or ministryofthearts.org uh, for those freebie stuff and also to... Um, I guess get in line and, and get that leadership program, you know, and, and meet Sister Pat there, right? I, I would do it too, but 
no, right right now, I, I, I guess I can't, but, you know, I wish I could. So, Sister Erin, <laughs> tell us all about your ministry. Tell us about yourself, first of all. Sure. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for the invitation to be part of this great series. Um, so, yes, as you said, I am a sister of St. Joseph, and I work in university ministry or campus ministry at the University of Detroit Mercy. And my um, particular job on our team and my ministry is service and social justice. So it's really kind of faith in action kinds of programming, Catholic social teaching, um, advocacy, and, and local service projects, and in engaging students in um, the work of solidarity, and, you know, kind of my primary, I feel my primary mission ministry here is the spiritual accompaniment um, of all students on campus. We have a pretty uh, religiously diverse campus, which is um, a wonderful challenge and gift and grace. Uh, for me personally and spiritually. So, so that's kind of my quote unquote day job. <laughs> um, and so uh, another part of ministry that I do, um, in addition to working in campus ministry is with my congregation um, and part of our new podcast series called Beyond the Habit. And that is a, uh, a new pro project we started in the fall. Um, and myself and my friend, uh, Sister Colleen Gibson, who is also a sister of St. Joseph. She is a sister of St. Joseph from Philadelphia. Uh, the two of us co-host and um, we have a great team, um, Elizabeth Powers and Sister Sarah Simmons, um, who we would not be able to do any of this without them and also without the support prayers and resources of our, our many sisters and associates. So it's really a, a labor of love and a product of many. Um, and it's been, you know, a wonderful adventure uh, for us to, to start on. That's great. Maybe later on, uh, um, other than having podcasts, you can also have it on YouTube, right? Just like Dare to <laughs> yes, Love. <laughs> you'll have to give me some hints and some tips. <laughs> well, that would be Brian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the whole crew. Yeah, they're, they're, they, they taught me. Brian, Brian Brock, by the way, is the one that recruited, recruited me from 2018. And like, what is it? Three more than three years later, I, I'm here and, you know, people might think like I've been doing this for a long time, but I'm like, what do I do? You know, so you have to start somewhere. But, you know, yeah. I, I haven't listened to your podcast, but I when I saw that, I'm like, oh, I, I gotta I gotta have Sister Erin as my guest. I really want to find out more. So <laughs> Well, great. Thank you. I mean, um, hopefully you'll get a chance to, to listen in a little bit. Uh, we are in the midst of our second season. And so there is a new episode being released every other Tuesday. Um, and so we just released uh, last Tuesday, our episode on Lent. And so really the purpose, um, the, the hope, the spirit with which we do this, um, probably similar to yourself and, and, and maybe perhaps what motivates you is it's really about trying to, to share, you know, the good news of the gospel, to share um, our charism and spirituality as sisters of St. Joseph, um, to just expand into different spaces and places and platforms um, to be basically, you know, witness and 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 to just share um, in in that spirituality. And I think, you know, a lot of what I see in doing campus ministry work is that digital platforms are where most people go to seek 
you know, information and connection and, you know, resources. And even in the realm of, you know, faith and spirituality, that that is really, um, you know, top of the list for a lot of people in terms of where they first go to get information. So it's really important, I think, that, you know, our congregation and and also um, the Catholic sisters are represented that that we have space in these platforms that the voices the experiences the vocation um of of catholic sisters is present in in these places and spaces like podcasts right so i'm i'm curious about you sister erin because i i saw that (laughs) photograph you're part of giving voice and giving voice Mm -hmm. really kind of started out you know being the voice of the newer members and not just newer members but younger members of religious communities and so you're a product of like intercongregational collaborations but mm-hmm. can we start from the basics like i'm curious how how did you meet and how you know how did you get to know and join the sisters of saint joseph and which particular group are you with so i am in the the same group as sister pat Okay. Um, so in LaGrange, I am part LaGrange. of the reconfigured group of um, Sisters of St. Joseph. So formerly seven separate institutes of Sisters of St. Joseph that merged okay. or reconfigured together to create a, a new entity of Sisters of St. Joseph. And it was fairly geographic in its or origins in terms of the groups that merged. So I, I am part of the same group as Sister Pat. We just are spread out over a, a fairly wide distance of land. So Sisters of St. Joseph in Chicago and in Detroit and Cleveland and Wichita, Kansas and Wheeling, West Virginia, um, a number of geographic locations. So I am the same, the same as, as Sister Pat. Just, okay. I just live down the street from her ways. <laughs> okay. Okay. How did you meet them? Um, I first, so a uh, long story short is um, I actually very first met the Sisters of St. Joseph of Boston. So I'm oh. originally from the Boston area. And the fun fact about me is that my grandmother actually worked for the Sisters of St. Joseph of Boston when I was little. Okay. And um, my mom was educated by them. And she was a cook. She worked in the kitchen at a convent. And when I was little, a little toddler, she took me to work with her periodically. And so technically, that's when I first met the Sisters. So I will blame the Sisters of St. Joseph of Boston for my (laughs) vocation. And um, and then as I grew into adulthood and life unfolded in different pathways, I landed at um, what was Wheeling Jesuit University in Wheeling, West Virginia. And so really, as a young adult, I uh, connected with the Sisters of St. Joseph there while I was a college student and really felt a strong sense of call and interest and attraction to vowed religious life. And I lived in community with our sisters there for a couple of years as a young discerner. And it was hugely formative in my own faith journey and my own vocation and my own relationship with Christ. Um, And so after probably a couple more years of dragging my feet because (laughs) I was worried that my friends would think I was weird or, you know, I wouldn't be able to buy cute shoes or my mom would cry. Um, So after I worked through some of that, then I finally had the courage to to say yes to uh, who God was calling me to be and and how I was called to use my gifts in the world. And so I entered through the Sisters of St. Joseph 
in Wheeling. Um, and because the Wheeling sisters reconfigured with the other sisters here, we became one. So I've lived in Cleveland and Detroit and a number of different places within, um, you know, our area. I love that story. Yeah. <laughs> and now, does it feel like home? Absolutely. 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 I yeah. am home. And I feel in this life, um, it has especially been true as I've lived in a number of different physical locations. I've lived in different cities. I've lived in different houses with different configurations of sisters and associates. And I am very much aware that home is for me being with our sisters and being in our charism family, that that's, that's truly home for me, that, that sharing in this life, this vowed religious life together is what creates a sense of home, you know? So it's more home in our charism than necessarily the physical building or the physical city where I live. That's great. Thank you so much. So we, we're at the end of our show. Any last invitation from, uh, from you, uh, Sister Erin, at this point? Sister Pat kind of did that already. Um, <laughs> but really quickly, like in a, uh, yeah, a few words. I would just say, if you're interested to know more about our the Sisters of St. Joseph or about religious life, tune in to Beyond the Habit um, Season 2. We have some funny episodes. We have some very deeply reflective episodes. Um, but all of it is about the great love of God. So please tune in and you can, the website will show you where you can email us as well if you want to connect or if you have questions. So thank you. And it's wonderful to be here with all of you. Thank you both so much. And God bless everybody. Um, again, thank you uh, with my uh, uh, partner in crime over here, Brian Brock, uh, who's, uh, you know, like behind the scenes. And maybe I'll I'll pull him as a co-host ne maybe next time. Right, Sister Pat? Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Sister Erin. And thank you thank all. You. God, God bless everybody. Tune in Thanks. next month. <laughs>